going on, family? Happy Thursday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you've had a fantastic day so far. Certainly, yesterday was a pretty monstrous day in the world of pro wrestling, so we've got a lot of news updates for you coming in just a few minutes. First, as always, thank you so much for your continued support of all that we're doing on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Faction show we appreciate the interaction we appreciate the comments we appreciate all of that it makes a big difference as you are part of the faction nation shout out to of course everybody who joins us on podcast wherever you're listening to us it makes a massive difference so thank you so much we really appreciate it and if you've not already done so Click the subscribe button wherever you're listening to us and share what we're doing with your friends and followers. I know because you're here, you have friends who love pro wrestling and they would absolutely love this podcast. So by all means, share what we're doing with them and they will certainly appreciate it. All right. There is a ton of news to get to and I could start with the obvious. Well, why not? That's why you're here, right? So if you watched AEW Dynamite, side note, there's going to be a spoiler or two that I'll be sharing. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, hit pause, go watch Dynamite or hop on social media and then come back. Though you probably already know because these days it's hard to keep things off of social media or better yet, it's hard for us to stay off of social media when we're trying to watch it. I get it, right? So the big news of the day, and it's funny because there were two major items items but one got trumped here's the big news the big news is alistair black tommy end now known as malachi black is in aew he showed up last night as aew returned to the road in miami showed up as the lights went out kicked arn anderson like crazy then turned around and gave another black mass kick to cody rhodes and shocked the world and when i say shocked the world i mean shocked the world we knew that aew was going to do something big because again they're back with fans they're back on the road we didn't know it would be this big and to put it all in context you know Zelina Vega returned mysteriously to Smackdown this past Friday night and so obviously many thought that she might be heading to AEW with Andrade there not the case at all so then the conversations began as Zelina Vega shows up in WWE that perhaps her husband Aleister Black would be on his way back after all It was less than 90 days for Samoa Joe to return to WWE. This wouldn't be unheard of as the rumors were out there that people were really rethinking releasing Aleister Black. So here's the giant question. Everybody wants to know how in the world did Tommy End, Aleister Black, Malachi Black end up on AEW Dynamite last night. If you remember, he was released on June the 2nd. So when people get released from WWE, there's usually a 90-day non-compete. And as a result, we calculated he wouldn't be able to show up to perhaps all out in AEW, which would be top of September. So how in the world did he pull this off? 
Here's how. It was a loophole. It was another error. And let me tell you something. More and more, folks in WWE are really going to have to make sure that they're not making these kinds of errors. So here's what happened. What happened was, in his contract with NXT... His NXT contract has him with a 30-day non-compete, which seems to be the thing for all NXT superstars. When he got moved to Raw or SmackDown, that contract was not updated. He did not get updated to a 90-day non-compete. As a result, he fulfilled his 30 days on July the 2nd. All of a sudden, last night's July the 8th, and boom, here he is in AEW. Massive move for AEW. And I've got to say this. I think the way AEW did it last night was absolutely brilliant. I know there are some people who have some questions, but I think it was done in a brilliant way. First things first, if you notice during the first match, the lights went all the way out and it was kind of played off like, okay, that was a mistake or there's been bad weather in Miami and we know that's the case. So when it happened the second time, nobody actually thought what was going to happen actually would happen. Let me also say this, and this is going to be a somewhat of a heavy AEW episode, which you can understand why. AEW's return to the road was massive. And before I get into that, I'll just stick with the Aleister Black, Malachi Black, Tommy End piece. There are people who had questions about how he was announced, right? Excalibur sharing his history saying, hey, that's Tommy End, which is what we all knew. And then he says, that's not Tommy End, though. That's a different guy. That's Malachi Black. Some people had a problem with that. I thought it was done well, and here's why. I think you have to acknowledge who people knew him as or know him as to introduce him for what he is. That's not foreign. It's been done in WWE before, too. If you remember the debut of Finn Balor, when Finn Balor first came to NXT, they put his name across as Prince Devitt, and then they switched it to Finn Balor. It's been done like that for several in NXT when they have made their way there and their names were changed. So it's not a foreign situation at all. It is just one of those things that tends to happen shoot when punishment martinez made his way to nxt he was called punishment martinez for the first couple of matches before his name got changed so i just think that that's not as big of a gaffe at all i think if anything it again created a great scenario now the thing is the people in the arena did not know what name was being used but the impact was the same and i'm just intrigued to see where this is going to go Think about it. You now have two former NXT champions in AEW within less than 60 days of each other, more like 30 days of each other. Andrade and Aleister Black, Malachi Black, Tommy End. I'm excited about this. I think this is a massive move. And I'll say this. If this is indicative of what's going to happen on the road for AEW, man, sign me up. Now, speaking of that, I want to say this for AEW. I think most of us forget, again, AEW at this point is almost two years old. And as a new company, they were really gaining a ton of momentum before the pandemic hit. Remember, it was October 2019 that they made their weekly debut for AEW Dynamite. Then you turn around, the pandemic hits, 
March 2020. And now the bulk of AEW's content has happened inside of a pandemic. So there were a lot of cities that didn't get to experience AEW live. There were a lot of things that were potentially missed. I will say this. One of the things I always loved about Dynamite was the way it was shot, the camera angles, the way that the crowds always looked so massive, even if it was in a smaller venue. And there was just an excitement that happened with AEW that hasn't been in wrestling in a long, long time. Well, of course, things went through the pandemic. And I will say, I think people were unusually hard on AEW because they forgot again, this is a brand new company. But AEW has been leading the way in a number of spaces. They led the way in which wrestling was shot during the pandemic, which I thought was massive. They also were the first to bring crowds back and they were innovative in the idea of using other wrestlers around the ring as their audience. They knew what needed to be done and they knew that having some degree of live audience participation really does matter. And I said this back at Double or Nothing and it continues to be true. The secret sauce for AEW is absolutely their fan interaction. They proved that during Double or Nothing and I think the sky really is the limit now for AEW. An infusion of new talent, new opportunities, back on the road. This is going to be a good time for AEW. So congratulations to them. Of course, you guys saw that there was a fan that tried to jump in the ring last night. That didn't work well, and I hope that that won't be uh, problematic for what's going to be happening for AEW and WWE as they both return to the road. And speaking of first, AEW hits the road before WWE, that's not lost on me either. With that said, let's transition over to WWE and find out what's going on there. This is SHW28. Look out! Oh, God. Well, maybe this is why he came out here. He came out here to attack. This place is loud. Logan Chase will now be the manager of All-Star Special. Oh, heads up. Oh, what just happened here? Fingers tipped the length away there from his son. No, oh, no, 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 no. What has come over Ben Buchanan? Rekka, bring it. Bring the best you got. This match could tear the house down. And yeah, they're not going to wait for the bell. Corey Hollis just gets cut in half. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. This is what everybody came to see. Your main event for the SHW Championship. A count of Whoa. one. Oh, and he sends him into the ref. We got a new champion. So they're saying Creed got disqualified. Don't do this. David. No, 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 oh, no, no, right. no, 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 no. He's no, crossing no, no, no. the list. What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man, and you're tuned in to the faction. All right, we have the ratings in for Monday Night Raw, and this is startling. And I do mean startling. Yes, it was the day after the 4th of July, July the 5th. It was after a holiday. But Monday Night Raw brought in its lowest rating ever. 
right? Last week was at 1.57 million. This week brought in 1.472 million viewers. That's a drop off of about 100,000 viewers. That's the lowest viewership that Monday Night Raw has had since it premiered on the USA Network in 1993. Now, that's major, and I don't care what anybody says, that's major, given all that has happened in WWE, and I, I just... I don't know what to think about this. Now, in their mind, they say they're expecting a huge ratings boost for Raw and for SmackDown once they get in front of a live audience, which is going to be happening as early as next Friday for SmackDown. I'm also hearing that this was the last live episode of Monday Night Raw inside the Thunderdome as the episode for Monday Night Raw that's coming up this Monday will be taped. And in terms of asking why, they've got to deconstruct the Thunderdome and they have to obviously be out of there by a certain time and being able to do Monday Night Raw live this coming Monday is not going to give them enough time to deconstruct that building so that it can return to its original use. So then we're going to get a taped version of Monday Night Raw this Monday, which I'm sure won't do well in the ratings. That's just kind of how this goes. WWE is banking a whole lot on being able to return to fans. They're saying all sorts of things will happen once they return to fans. So I don't know what that means for SmackDown this week. I'm sure SmackDown next week is going to be something special. But speaking of SmackDown, a major announcement has come from WWE regarding the July 23rd episode of SmackDown, which will be their second episode of SmackDown back in front of a live audience. They have announced that they are teaming with Rolling Loud, the world World's premier rap festival in a new partnership that will take Friday Night Smackdown's episode on July 23rd to Rolling Loud Miami 2021. The occasion marks the first ever collaboration between WWE and a major music festival. Now, this festival features headliners such as Travis Scott, Post Malone, and ASAP Rocky. WWE stars will compete in matches live from Rolling Loud Miami and on that edition of SmackDown, there will be a split site broadcast where multiple matches will happen at Rolling Loud Miami with the remainder of the evening happening at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. Now, some significance about the city of Cleveland. The last time WWE did a split site broadcast was the night the Monday Night War ended and the WWE side of it took place, you guessed it, right there in Cleveland. The last episode of Monday Nitro was held in Panama City Beach, Florida. So interesting things there for sure. Should be an intriguing episode of SmackDown. And again, off the heels of what happened this past Tuesday night with the incredible championship cipher there on NXT, it makes you wonder who's going to be a part of the matches that are held at Rolling Loud Miami. Now, Rolling Loud Miami is going to take place at the Hard Rock. Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida, the same location for WrestleMania 28 that saw The Rock versus John Cena, 
and the end of an era match between Triple H and The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell. Rolling Loud Miami 2021 is sold out. It's going to be a triumphant return for live hip-hop music. 130 acts will be there over that three-day period, and I'm just super pumped because this is going to be absolutely bananas so remember again friday july the 23rd that is the smackdown episode following money in the bank leading us into SummerSlam, is going to take place at two locations at the same time it's going to be in cleveland at the rocket mortgage Fieldhouse and rolling loud miami live from hard rock stadium in miami the optics for this are going to be amazing And I'll tell you what, for everybody who was talking about the Wednesday Night War, it looks like we've got a much bigger situation right now with both AEW and WWE realizing the need to pull out all of the weapons that they have to make wrestling great. And I'm telling you, they've suffered during the pandemic, but I think this is going to be some big stuff. Now, I can't wait to see what the ratings are for last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. We should have that for you tomorrow. But I'm intrigued. Who do you think should appear at SmackDown that's going to be held live from the Rolling Loud Music Festival in Miami? I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts on that. Will any NXT folks show up? Should they show up? In my mind, it's the perfect place for Hit Row. But who knows what they're going to do? Hit Row certainly isn't on SmackDown, but who knows? Stranger things have happened. So with that said, it's going to be very, very interesting to check out. Well, that's what we've got for you today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. By all means, hit us up on the socials at The Faction Show. We would certainly love to hear from you and get your thoughts. As many of you are already chiming in on what we shared about Malachi Black and his incredible debut inside AEW. Again, anything could happen now. Remember, there are a ton of free agents available to AEW these days. I don't know who WWE is going to grab right now. They missed the opportunity with Moose, but life's getting very interesting again in the world of pro wrestling as wrestling is returning to the fans, and that is an exciting moment for everybody involved. All right, family, until next time, stay connected to us on the socials where we'll continue breaking more news, creating more commentary and great content. And until then, family, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. Have a great day. I need my people here.